Hi, welcome to Cinema Scene on WGWG. Uh, really appreciate you guys spending time with us today. We talk movies uh, each week right here on Cinema Scene. Uh, very happy today to have as our guest uh, Jonathan Jakubowicz. Uh, Jonathan is the uh, director of a film, Resistance, and it's a film that I really highly uh, recommend. I got a chance to check this film out uh, early and a uh, big fan of this. I actually reviewed it last week on the show. And uh, Jonathan, thank you for being here. Thank you. It's uh, great to hear that, that you love that. I'm really excited. I'm a big fan of your of your critics or, or your critic thesis. How do you call them? <laughs> well, uh, well, Jonathan, you are, uh, you are no stranger to cinema, uh, and you're no stranger to films that have a type of a historic slant. Uh, just a few years ago, Hands of Stone, the, uh, the uh, wonderful film uh, looking at uh, Roberto Duran, and uh, had, wow, you had uh, some great talent on that film as well, and some great response for that. And uh, you had a critic's pick back in 2005 uh, and a best foreign language film uh, as well. Uh, so you're no stranger to cinema, but is this the first time that you have tried to do a film of this magnitude, a film that uh, gives us a snapshot of of history during World War II and maybe a, a, a slice of history that we didn't know about? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I do think it's my more ambitious film. I mean, every film is a, it's a big challenge, but this is dealing with, you know, a very important event and there's been so many important World War II movies and I I think it's it's definitely the the biggest attempt I've had to deal with the most serious subject and I'm really proud of it. I think it's the the reason I I did it is because the story is pretty much unknown. I, I a lot of people know about Marcel Marceau but not a lot of people know Marcel Marceau was Jewish or that he saved orphaned children from the Nazis during the war. And I fell in love with the story as soon as I heard it. And I, I started doing a ton of research. I'm a journalist, you know, by by education. And, and I did a, I do a journalistic research for all my films. And like you mentioned, I've done historic films in the past, but this was more ambitious. And I went, I met with uh, Marcel's first cousin, George Loinger, who was 106 when I met him in wow. Paris. And, you know, he was the head of the Jewish Boy Scouts of France during the war. And he was at the center of this network that ended up saving 10,000 children um, who were being threatened by the Nazis. And and he's the one who approached Marcel and told him that he wanted him to come and help. And Marcel, you know, who at the beginning didn't want to take any part of it, is completely changed by this experience. And and I was very moved because he's a civilian. He's a normal guy. He's not a war. He's not a soldier. He's not a general. He's a guy like you and me who is caught in the middle of the most horrific event in the history of the world and decides to do the right thing and take responsibility and risk his own life to save others. And I feel that those are the heroes we need nowadays. It, it really was a fascinating film and an incredible story. And I, like you, I, I come from a journalism background. I worked in broadcast journalism for about 10 years. And so, you know, doing that research is incredibly important. And 
when I saw the synopsis of this film, I said, okay, I want to check out this trailer. And when, then when I saw the trailer, I was sold. And um, I, I've got to tell you that the film lived up to everything I could have hoped for. Um, I, I found it to be perfect in almost every way. It was heartbreaking, yet there was an inspiring narrative there. Uh, the cinematography, wow, it was just incredibly intoxicating, and the score just captivated me. And then you you add in the performances, uh, then the production design, the sound design. This movie, you just captured a perfect film, and that is so difficult to do. And then to do it against this historic biopic that gives us, uh, you know, I guess insight into the mind and the art and the heart of this legendary person Marcel Marceau that we know but to see it in a way like this in a story that we've maybe never heard of before just congratulations and thank you for bringing this to to audiences thank you for for the beautiful words I mean obviously what you said what you just said is the ambition of any artist you know and for for you to say it like that is it's very special. I mean, we work really hard. I mean, I usually work with my same team, my, my same DP, who I, I love, and he did an incredible job in and, and the production design and the music, like you said. But I, I feel that hearing you say it just makes me remember how tough it was. You know, it, it's, it was with very sh- limited amount of resources, and it feels like a gigantic epic. Yes, <laughs> and, yes. And, but it's it's uh, everything was put on the screen, you know. I really, I really love the the story, and I made such a big effort in inviting a group of people who just wanted it told, and and uh, it, everything worked organically. And I'm I'm really proud and blessed that there's so many talented people that were able to get together at the same time and. And there was, you know, some some strange things happening on set that I I can only be grateful for because every day I started shooting thinking it was impossible to achieve everything we needed yeah. to achieve that day. And then it happened, you know, so I feel there was some sort of power pushing this story forward. And sometimes I feel the movie directed itself and. And I, I don't say it, you know, from a humble brag perspective. I genuinely feel the movie is better than me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, the uh, the casting was just uh, superb as well. Uh, talk a little bit, if you could, about uh, Jesse Eisenberg and uh, getting him to uh, to take on this lead role. Well, Jesse is Jesse's mother was a professional clown, and he wow. grew up watching his mother paint her face in white to go to work. And and he also had a, a ton of family perished in the Holocaust. And this story was very personal to him as well. He was my first choice. I wrote it thinking of him. And, and he came on board and we started working on the script for months. And then he worked with a mime who studied with Marceau for two years and, and taught him how to, you know, do mime choreography. And he worked incredibly hard in, in the mime, but also in the emotional arc. I mean, a lot of Jesse's best roles, he plays this dark figure who hates everyone. And I found that to be exciting for a role like this because it's in a way the opposite. You know, yes. he starts off a little bit self-centered, but he goes to such a generous place that, 
I think that is part of the key of what's what's helping audiences connect so much with this film. And I think a lot of the the praise I've been hearing, including yours, comes from that. You know, at the end of the day, the movie works on an emotional level. And and that is that was my goal. That was my dream. And I think a lot of that has to do with with how great Jesse is, but also how great the rest of the actors are. You know, we created an ensemble of some of my favorite actors of all time, not only Ed Harris, but, you know, Carl Markovich. I don't know if you ever saw the the Counterfeiters, which yes. won the Oscar yes. for Best Foreign Film. Yes. I mean, he, in that film, is one of the best performances I've ever seen. And he and he's playing Jesse's father, and he's a roaring who, who was in The Son of Saul, who also won Best Foreign Film and is also one of the best actors out there. So it, it was a real combination of, you know, a movie star like Jesse with, you know, the best actors in in foreign cinema um, together creating an ensemble that, you know, I, I think elevates every single piece, every single scene. And I mean, Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones, I think she's probably the best actors of her generation and you know i can go on forever yes. i was really really blessed with the level of performance that i was able to to achieve and the, the, the level of the actors i was able to work with i think there are times when we have opportunities to work with uh, people uh, and there's this community uh, this family that finds a way to come together and as you said, sometimes projects are bigger than you and they're better than you could have ever imagined. And it's not because of you, but it's because of the magic or the miracle um, of those situations. And it really sounds like uh, this was one of those times that it was a miracle of the, the place of the people and of the opportunities that afforded themselves for this to come to life. Yeah, that, I definitely feel that way. I mean, we and and there are things that keep happening. You know, we were showing the movie at the Miami Film Festival in this historic theater that's like 90 years old. And after the screening, when everybody is, you know, very emotional, applauding the film, this technician who has worked in the theater forever came to me and said, you know, Marcel Marceau performed in this theater wow. like 25 years ago. Wow. You know, it was incredible. You know, it's the East Coast premiere of the film, and it turns out it's in the theater where Marcel Marceau himself was performing. You know, it, yeah. and it, you keep seeing these things all around the film, and and I I can I can only be grateful and and witness. You know how this film has a life on itself, and and feel blessed that it somehow chose me to be at the center of the whole thing, trying to coordinate all this talent and all this momentum to make it forward and to bring it to audiences in, in a moment where I frankly think they need it more than ever. And, and I, 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 really, I really can't wait to see the reaction of the audience because I feel it, it's going to connect specifically with the moment that we're living in general. And, and I think that that was part of the reason I wanted to do it. And it has only become bigger and bigger as time progresses. Well, it, it really is a film about finding unity um, against uh, injustice and against those things that are meant to tear us down. And it does it so well. And 
there's a story that I'm, I'm very excited that more people are going to be able to experience. Uh, but how did you find this story? When did you first hear about Marcel, Marcel Marceau and this slice of history that so many, so few people knew about? You know, it's funny because a lot of people ask me, when did I hear for the first time? And I failed to remember, you know. I, right. You know, I, I think it was, there. there's this um, thing um, on Twitter called Open, Open Culture. I said, remember, that may have been the first time I heard that Marcel Marceau saved children in the war. And immediately when I heard that, my eyes popped. I right. was like, what? <laughs> and I didn't even know Marcel Marceau was Jewish, you right, know, I mean, right. I, I had no idea. And, and the first question is, why hasn't anybody made a movie about this? You know, it's, it's, it's such an obvious, phenomenal story. And and that's when I started doing research. And 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 that took me to George Loinger. And that took me to the Museum of the Resistance in Lyon. And and I also had done a lot of research about Klaus Barbie because he was hiding in Bolivia after the world, and I'm from Venezuela, so I was I've always been fascinated by the the stories of the Nazis who had a public life in Latin America after the war. So I had already done a lot of research about Klaus Barbie, and and I I, I don't know from the beginning I felt I was meant to to do it, and I couldn't stop until it got done. I mean, there, then later I realized that there had been projects that had tried to make this movie and and they were simply unsuccessful. You know, I mean, it's, it's an obvious story once you make it, but in this day and age, finding money to make a movie about a French mime who becomes a hero in the Holocaust right. is not that easy, yeah. you know? So, yeah. It, there were other attempts, and I guess we were blessed to to be the ones that got it made. Absolutely, and, and it's a film also that has personal connections to your family as well. Is that correct? Yeah, both sides of my family are Polish Jews who lost most of their relatives in the war. Um, also, the story of Elspeth, who's in the movie, the little girl who's played by Bella Ramsey, um, is is somehow inspired by the story of my aunt who was wow. saved by in an orphanage in a church. Wow. Um, I as I I was doing the research, I couldn't find a specific story from one of the children that Marcel saved, and I thought instead of creating one from fiction, I should draw from you know the story of another Holocaust survivor whose story I knew so well. So oh. that's how I. I use the story of my aunt, who is called Elspeth. And yes. In a way, I, I, I may gave her the honor of, you know, her having part of her story told in in a film. And yeah, I mean, it was it was very emotional for for me. I mean, I, we shot in Germany and in the Czech Republic, and my grandfather used to live in Prague when before the war, and then he lost all his brothers during the war and. And so every every second I was there felt like reconnecting with the story of my family. And even when we were staying in Munich, we were living in an apartment that was three blocks away from Hitler's apartment in Munich. Wow. You know, so there, there wasn't any moment in which I could get away from this event and, and the feeling that it's, 
you know, this horror staring at me. And and I it, it just kept me going. You know, there was an element of of having to do this that kept pushing me and and kept me inspired. And at the same time, given the background of how horrific the the war is, the story of Marcel and his and the other Boy Scouts is so inspiring that I actually spent very happy years working on this movie. You know, it, it's not a depressing story; it's an inspirational story. Right, right. And I think, and 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 I think that's very important because it's also very different from most World War II movies in a, in that sense. You know, and and I think we we live in a time where being inspired is so necessary and so rare that I am really proud that we were able to capture a story that does that, you know, and seems to to be connecting with the audience in that sense. Oh, it absolutely does. It, it brings hope uh, into a time that seems hopeless. And uh, I appreciate you taking this project and, and, and writing it and directing it and, and sharing it with audiences. And I appreciate your time today uh, talking about about the film Resistance uh, and uh, just appreciate uh, everything that you've uh, provided to cinema uh, Jonathan Jakubowicz, our guest here on Cinema Scene. Do you have any final thoughts or comments that you'd want to share with our audience? Um, well, first, thanking you and thanking your audience for, for listening to us and inviting them to, to watch it. It's going to be out on March 27 in theaters and on demand and and to spread the word. You know, I think that this kinds of movie is not a Marvel movie. You know, we need everybody who likes it to recommend it and, and it's easier to will. But it, it's important that everybody who really thinks this movie should be watched, which I, I think is it's going to be a lot of people that they tell people to to take time and, and watch a movie that's going to inspire them more than any of the superhero movies that are going to be coming their way. Absolutely. Jonathan, thank you so much for taking the time today. And thanks for our audience for listening to Cinema Scene right here on WGWG. Till next time, that is a wrap.